0: CHAPTER 1. GRACE. SEATTLE, WASHINGTON. SUNDAY, DECEMBER 7th, 1941. GRACE allowed the tears to run their course. For five minutes, she did nothing but stare out a window and weep. She knew that crying wouldn't change a thing, but she also knew that she needed to cry— The best way to put an awful experience behind you was to sob it out of your system. She wiped her face with the back of her hand and read the letter again. Dearest Grace, I can't imagine anything more difficult than writing this letter. Saying goodbye is never easy. Admitting to lies is even harder. But today I have to do both. For six months I have passed myself off as someone I am not— I have changed lives and altered events and made messes I cannot possibly clean up. I did so knowingly and willingly and with little regard for anyone but myself. I'm not from Montana. I'm not even from this time. I'm from Seattle and a future so distant that I have yet to be born. I am the grandson of Virginia Gillette. I can't explain it. I don't expect you to believe it, but it's the truth. I entered a glowing room in a mine in 2000 and walked out in 1941. I knew war was coming just as I knew about Kahn and DiMaggio and Williams. I knew Tom would enter the army. I know his fate. I know how the war will end and how the world will evolve. Grace tried to process the information as she sat dumbstruck in the kitchen of her rental house. There was a lot to process— Joel Smith was a time traveler. A time traveler! Not a cowboy from Montana. Not a silver tongued con man who had charmed his way into her life. Not even someone from her own time, but rather an honest to goodness time traveler. One who had decided to return to his world just as hers was falling apart. She read more. On December 8th, I entered the same mine and returned to my time. I wanted to take you. I agonized for days. I never wanted to leave you. But I knew I did not belong in your world, just as I knew you did not belong in mine. I'm sorry I lied to you. I'm sorry I left. I'm sorry I could not have been the man you wanted. You deserve better. Just know that my feelings for you are real and that I will never forget you. I will never stop loving you. Grace wanted to crumple the letter, but couldn't. She knew what Joel had written was true. A golden coin enclosed with the letter, a U.S. dollar stamped with the date of the second millennium, all but proved it was true. And so she tried to digest a bitter dose of reality. The man who had taken her heart and virtue and convinced her to break off an engagement to a wonderful Navy officer was gone, and he wasn't coming back. The college senior glanced at a radio at the end of the kitchen bar, listened to yet another news report, and sighed. A bad day continued to get worse. The Japanese had attacked Pearl Harbor, where her former fiancé was stationed, and hundreds of Americans had reportedly been killed. The U.S. would have no choice but to enter a war that had raged across the planet for more than two years, a war that would undoubtedly take a high toll on the people she loved. Grace turned toward a dark dining room and saw one of these people stare out her own window. Catherine Kobayashi had been her housemate for six months and a close friend for three years. Grace could only imagine the hardships that awaited Katie and other Japanese Americans in the weeks and months to come. They were in for tough times. She thought also of her other housemate, Virginia Gillette. Ginny had not been the same since the Army had drafted her fiancé Tom Carter in November and had not been seen since joining Grace and Katie for breakfast the previous day. Grace glanced at the letter. Could it be possible that her oldest and dearest friend was the future grandmother of the man she loved? The man who had left her so abruptly? Did Joel really know Tom's fate? Grace pressed her fingers to her temples. This was simply too much to bear. "'Are you all right?' Katie asked as she entered the kitchen. Katie, too, had read Joel's letter, a letter that had been entrusted to Ginny and one that Grace had not been supposed to see before December 25th. Grace had accidentally discovered the letter, contained within a Christmas card, as she searched Ginny's roll-top writing desk for a pen."